2: the sweet sounds of Kevin Buddy-Wilson and from Lockdown Melbourne, a <laughs> hot day with Swanee and friend Samantha Richards, and let's give him his full title, revered magpie figure, Dane Swan.
3: <laughs> what is that is that my title, is it? It's the that. title of the age. Oh, is it? Um, it's better than being called. Um, better than what I get called on Twitter, so we'll pop that. <laughs>
0: I read um, some of the articles. I didn't read them all because I'm not into clickbait. Just if I'd seen a preview, I'd like read the preview. And I like the fact that they have to give you, because you've been out of the game a little while, Dane, they have to give you a little bit of uh, Dane Swan, former Magpie, Premiership player, Anzac Like They have to give you a bit of a rap beforehand, but your rap is so good, so it doesn't matter what you say afterwards. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm I'm pretty good, so you can't say much about me
3: trying to stay relevant, to him, You know.
2: Well, this was the point. This is what I don't get. Like all you did was give your opinion on a podcast, and for the previous week and a half, everyone was saying to you, "Oh, you just try to stay relevant," and then you gave your opinion, and you make headlines. So, what was the opinion about about the
3: board? The board. Uh um, yeah. Well, just proves um
0: you are still relevant. Um, well, listen, I, listen.
3: I, to all my heads, I particularly don't want to be super relevant either, but um. And, say it. Go think, and say it. But what? Well, I don't need to say anything, Ralph. Like well, your um but you know, unfortunately. It seems no matter like what am, you do,
2: you're always relevant,
3: yeah. Well, it seems going that way. Um <laughs> maybe it's just a slow news week, we are in lockdown, so there's not a lot to talk about, but um no yeah, well it's it is what it is. Um it is what it is.
2: It is. I thought the funniest, the funniest part was the judo where uh, Peter Ryan did the article, um, was that he had to listen to half half hour of our shit before we got to <laughs> the actual news yeah. bit. Exactly,
3: exactly. I wonder um, if they if get paid still to getting...
0: listen to our show. Yeah, he would. I
3: well, know. Pete, Pete just spent a year at the footy club writing a book. So on um, I'm Collingwood, I'm pretty sure. If it's not, I apologise. But I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, <laughs> he spent a fair bit of time writing a book on Collingwood. So... I oh, know him. Um, I'm still I, I'm still getting replies to like all the police and stuff. I said. like, man, that was last week's, man, what do they say? Like yesterday's news is tomorrow's fish and ship paper or something like that. Like, People have still got to grow up with it. So, man, I completely don't care anymore. Uh, it is what it is. We're going to be locked down for another month, so that's fine. So we just got to deal with it.
2: Well, Actually, it's interesting because that, that's where it has changed because, of course, you know, let's face it, that that saying about newspapers, about, uh, you know, fish and ship wrappers, but... There's an England fast bowler who's come through who found to have a uh, sexist tweet from eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Has to miss a week because they found a tweet from eight years ago. So unfortunately, down? if people want to hold things against you. are um, they're, it's not fish and chip wrapper.
3: Yeah, I know. It's, it's over the Two tweets: a hey? um, sexist one and a racist one. And um, what was he eighteen at the time or something, sixteen? Yeah. Like, and even and like all the. Muslim cricket players he's played with now said, "Mate, like it's you know very obviously don't forgive what he done, but let's move on." It was eight years ago, like he's a young kid. Like no one's allowed to make a mistake anymore. Like yeah. the world we live in, they have to be cancelled and never be able to make a dollar in their life again. Like it's incredible, um, thrown in the gulag, as they say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's just the world we live in, unfortunately. So, like all these young kids, I'm sure. If I was managing them before like, I get drafted, I'd be like wipe your socials clean because, well, I imagine the the general's job is to scroll back through every single like seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old tweet and listen. Well, we've all been there. We're not very smart at 17, 18. Absolutely. Um, Thank God social media was to read. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, imagine the shit you'd be saying. So. Well, we talked um, about this off air,
0: Dane. But for those who don't know, Dane doesn't have a Facebook. And my partner and I were going through, like when it co- brings up your memories on this day, like 12 years ago, some of his Facebook statuses from 12 years ago are so fucking cringe that we have the biggest laugh about it. Some I used to write the most long, in-depth, heartfelt, gross uh, Facebook statuses. Do yourself a favor, everyone, and go into your Facebook and have a look at some of your statuses from like 11, 12 years ago. You'll cringe at yourself, let alone these four Sure, <laughs> don't want to do
3: that. I've no, no interest in hearing or listening to what I was saying like in yesterday, let alone when I was 18, 19 years ago.
2: And let's face 18, it, 20. all your mistakes from that era, everyone's happy to tweet to you on a daily basis. Yeah, they'll let you know. Exactly, exactly. It's all fun.
3: It's all fun.
2: Absolutely. Hey, can I, I just want to ask one thing about that Collingwood election, as in no election. Should there be an election if there's two factions or well, you don't even understand that bit?
3: Well... What do you mean? Like so? Well, so I, as I understand, wouldn't the people have to whoever is allowed to vote will have to vote on who they want to be president? Would that be?
2: I, I, I don't even know that part. but basically, yeah. what, what what they're saying is there shouldn't be an, an extraordinary general meeting called because it's a waste of club resources. Yeah, exactly. But members are saying, well, we want the opportunity to vote. I'm not saying they should, but I'm. I saying can't saying. see you, Ralph. You can't see me. Uh, no, you. There's a winch. You're a shadow. Yeah, because I've got the sun in the background.
3: So okay, it's quite okay. annoying, but that's all right. All right, hang on a minute. Uh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Now, now I've got the sun. Um, I'd like to see your pretty face, Ralph. It's better. It'll do. It's, bit bit it. but, uh, it's about as good as you're It's about as good as you can
2: look. I know. It makes Robbie Jam out all shit.
3: Yeah, they're the AGM. Um, you know, the sweet jam and mam- jam and marmalades, don't you though? <laughs> <laughs> we do do those ones at the end of the show, don't we? Yeah, sorry. Um, Cholesterol and fat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the AG, AGM. Yeah, I think I think it's a waste of their time. There's an AGM. There's an AGM every year for that to start to, to be done. For I would imagine, and I don't know the ins and outs of it, like I would imagine most people don't because it's an unnecessary um, thing to happen. It's a waste of club resources. and It's just. After they've had a decent win on the weekend, just another way to derail off the field, which eventually triggers down on the field. So um, I think they're just leaving for the AGM. But then again, I could be wrong and it can't happen at the AGM. But then if it can't happen at the AGM, why do we have them?
2: That's true. So, more to the point on field, what do you see that can make people happy?
3: Sam's left us. No, good on her. Where's she yeah. yeah.
2: Well, she's got a bed being muscles.
3: delivered at some stage. Yeah, Did, well, you
2: people. went through this, didn't you, uh, pre-baby Pardon? You went through um, this pre-baby. Sam's back, by the
3: way. Getting a bed, yeah, we got a Why, getting everything. Uh, and while well, getting everything hasn't stopped, Ralph, you've got kids. You should know. <laughs> like it just uh, doesn't stop. Um, we've okay. got everything. We've got everything plus one in this house, and it's still not enough. We've got boxes that have been open for six months. Fucking three boxes right, right to my left in the spare room from. Pottery Barn. Kids don't even know what that is. You haven't opened it. Okay, just, mate, it's, a, it's a ridiculous. I don't know how we've got – no wonder we had to buy a storage unit and all my shit hasn't gone in no, it. Can give tail- them
2: some advice here? Because what type of things did you get lots of and then yeah, you become you a parent need. and you think, actually, I need
3: lots more of this? Um, oh, oh it's not- just the da- daily delivery service? Oh, yeah, that's all what happens. Um, we get – Everything delivered. Um, well, he
0: wouldn't know what he doesn't need because he hasn't even opened the fucking boxes that's sitting next to him. Do you actually yeah. not know what's uh, in them? How, <laughs> do you not know? It
3: says <laughs> uh, it says, it says pottery bunkies. That's what it says.
0: Do you want me to flick you my address, Dane, and you can just forward them on? I'll just get all your overload, yeah. overflow. Yeah,
3: then it would be like, buddy, um, Homer chasing that. Taxi down the road, which was the Flanders with the golf clubs, jumps on there. <laughs> the, we like Taylor, um, but but no, no, everything's okay, everything's okay, he, okay here. We've got the new bed, which is which is great. That's probably the best thing we've had because Taylor can like elevate her side because we've got two king singles next to each other, right? Um, yeah, with this, with this, um, so different temperatures. Yep. Yeah. Um, like massage and like one, oh they God. can both go up and down, and like go to zero gravity. So I, tell them I can breastfeed in the night without having me having to to crack the shit. So we're being elevated. Had a bit of a bad night sleep last night, but you know I'm here. We're here doing this. We're here doing You're not chest feeding yet. Thank you, Dane. No, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm breastfeeding, so not chest feeding. <laughs> um. Well, well, So this, you know, what the highlight of my week was? Uh, well the dis- discussion of my week was like, um. Went for a jog and that and then um, went for a walk, baby for a walk. Not that he walks. He just so fucking gets carried the lazy asshole. But um,
0: <laughs> You've got to teach well, him went, to walk I, first, Dane.
3: When well, I got a bottle of water from the server, which another thing is why we pay for bottled water when it's free.
0: Yeah.
3: Most places is beyond me. But um, do you have, like, when you go to, do you get the same bottled water everywhere you go or do you mix it up or do you like, I can only drink this water,
2: and my brand loyal is that what you yeah. water?
3: Yeah, no, I'm not. Sam, no, you're
0: not. No, i you brand n- loyal? No, because I'm the same as you, Dane. Like I never want to pay for water. So if on the off chance I'm absolutely parched and I have to buy water, I'll just buy the cheapest water.
3: <laughs> yeah, because I think well, like I could Taylor likes a particular brand of water, well I guess I probably I probably you your brand? Going from Mount Franklin, Mount Mount Franklin, Franklin. or Fiji for, for no particular reason So I don't reckon I could taste them in a bit of water lineup. But, um, <laughs> you should
0: do it. There's your next lockdown that, list.
3: That was um, Taylor. Reckon she can taste the difference between the water, which has got me fucked. But um, can you taste the difference between?
0: Can you taste the difference between water when you go to different states, Dane? Because I, I can when I come back from Perth. Yeah,
3: tap water, tap tap yeah. water. You can like tap water in the states, obviously. The tap water in Bali is a bit different to the tap water in, in um yeah. in Australia.
0: Yes, correct. Don't drink like that talking
3: bus. bottled water, bottled water, chilled water. It's pretty pretty similar, I think. So that was like, the highlight. That was the highlight. That was a of, highlight uh, in, of the week. <laughs> that's yeah. been a huge week. Yeah, it's been massive.
2: But would you Would your diary have been a bit different if we were in lockdown and you were talking to people and playing footy?
3: Uh, I'd be going to Tassie this week. Yeah, Is this this Queen's Birthday weekend. Yep. yep. Um, I'll be on a tazzy this weekend, so yeah, mate. My, my charity work has, has ceased, so um, a lot to thank the government for that. Um, I wonder when. Like, what do you think? When do you think local footy will come back?
2: Uh, hopefully within a couple of weeks.
3: Uh,
2: we're, we're recording this, whoever's listening, uh, we're recording this yeah. Wednesday morning and uh, apparently there's going to be some good news, but anyway. Um, more to the point though, uh, the, so, so what are uh, you going to, no, there's, to... there's
3: nothing more to the point than when local footage is turning. <laughs> that's all I care it's about. Just I well, this is
2: part of it. I'm okay, just saying, okay. are you going to have to um, declare all this to the Dane Swan Foundation board about the how much harder it is for your charity work?
3: Um, yes, yes. And, uh, Taylor sits at the top of that board. <laughs> Barney? And Tate's right underneath her. <laughs> uh, Where, where's Dado? Oh, mate, not even on the board. <laughs> no, oh, Jane. I'm a peasant. I'm a peasant. But, um, yeah, now that's been a, been a slow month, guys. It's been a slow month. <laughs> yeah, and I do I'm, feel for you, And it looks, like uh, oh, it looks like it'll be another slow what? How long before you reckon we're all the way out? Six weeks, minimum. All the way out,
2: but that doesn't mean there won't be some local footy and stuff. So mm. no, no, I'm
3: talking about like fully out, like we were three weeks ago.
0: If it goes much yeah. longer, if it goes much longer, guys, I'd like to apologise in advance because I feel like Ralph's going to start spooking shit, such shit stubby holders and, and merch again. So <laughs> yeah, we
2: might have to bring the merch back. We might. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I or, mean it's still and, there. And start, but...
0: doing <laughs> start doing lists. Start doing lists. Starting with Dane's water <laughs> with list. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> we can't, that, do just can't do lists. We can't do lists. Yeah, so.
0: I think you owe the people a UDL list, though, Dane. So we've got some content up like, our well, sleeves if they keep us locked couple, up. A
3: couple of things I I'll, was I'll planning on doing, but I just can't be fucked, Sam. That's probably the thing. Um, yeah,
0: That's
3: I was going to say, I was, I'm actually meant to be going to Queensland on the 26th. What are the chances that happens? 26th.
0: Uh, large, oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll get there for you sure. Be able to get there. Yeah,
3: for sure. Well, that's good news, guys. Thank you.
2: Are you going? <laughs> are you meant to be going by yourself?
3: Uh, on the for, on the Saturday, I meant to be going up there for some charity work. Yes. And then mm-hmm. Sunday, it? Sunday, yep, playing as well. And then um, Sunday, going to State of Origin. And then Monday, oh. the girls and and the kids are coming up. We're going to well, until where, but um, sure. for for a week. Well, for probably ten days. They're trying to get away. Nice. Whether now whether that happens or not, who knows? But yeah, the, the, um, the travelling separately
2: things, I think, is a, a risky thing. Given all of a sudden, if they shut the border, you will oh traveling. no,
3: be a, be a be a real be a real shame, Ralph. Be a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Because no, Dane, be, what you'll have to good. do when
0: you come back is to quarantine for two weeks in your own
3: house. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I won't be coming back. So, <laughs> but,
2: well, you're not a board member.
3: No, exactly. I won't be coming back until we're good to go um, but uh, yeah, So and, and, and as on chart, I need to be able to get to Country Victoria next Saturday what a chance does that have? yeah on oh, next uh, Saturday
0: some
2: hopefully
3: so,
0: yeah there's well, a yeah. chance
3: so so that's my charity word next week is um, in, cadre, in 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 Maryville I think I think a bloke wrote in a question last last week where I, where I was coming so that that is meant to be next Saturday um, if any if um, if we're allowed for anyone in that area, listens to this, um, I'll be down there, and then the week after Brisbane, um, and then my charity web won't be salvaged um, for June or half. But anyway, but
0: um, we'll see how we go.
3: Well, that that,
2: that could help the Swan Foundation if they do move the grand final to Perth.
3: Yeah, um, you could well, talk to a lot of people over there. Exactly. Do you think? Do you think we deserve? Victoria doesn't deserve the grand final at the moment, does no. it? How I many? Don't. What would you say? It has to be 80% for Melbourne. Surely in fucking, what is it, June, Let me. June, July, August, September, that's four months. Surely by then we'll, we'll be out of it. Surely. We cannot possibly go to another one. How many times can they bungle this fucking thing? Well, look, that's,
2: that's what it all comes down to. It, it, would, it would need nothing to go wrong between now and then to have the grand final. But the problem is, yeah. being a major event, with major events, you need certainly when you when you're, when
3: you're yeah. programming things. So, yeah, listen, I'm, I've been a, I've been as staunch as any anyone saying that no, MCG is the home of football. Bad I, luck if you're from Perth, Queensland, Tassie, Fiji, wherever. If you made the grand final, you got to play it on Grand Final Day in Melbourne because it's a home of football. Blah blah blah. I don't give a fuck about it. it's a national game anymore. But like, I, I can't. <laughs> argue with anyone that says it deserves to be somewhere. And I think Optus would be the the obvious answer. Like, they did an amazing job. And I'm just parochial as anyone about my state and hating Western Australians, South Australians, everything. But you have to give them credit where credit's due. Like, they did an incredible job with Dreamtime at the G or whatever Dreamtime at the Wacko, whatever yeah. it's called at Optus. Um So, and it was, in, it was awesome. I think it was the, it was most, the most watched game in so many years, um, seven years or something like that. So, and they did an incredible job with it. Aston um, obviously rose to the... Richmond obviously rose to the big game, just like I thought they would. It was about the only one I got right all weekend. <laughs> but I got it right. Well, you did
2: say uh, Matt Sides was in trouble this weekend.
3: Exactly. I told everyone it was a tough week to have a bet, uh, but I got that one right. But um, yeah, I think that if we're not looking like we're going to give it, I think whenever they decide, I think Optus is the way to go. Um, I'd try and get myself over there for a bit of charity work, Ralph, as you know. Exactly.
2: Um, and a night game would be better. Just
3: why again? And that's where I was going with. I'd absolutely think it should be a night game or at least a twilight um over there
2: because it look better.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The lights. like how? Any like, other reason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, no. What do you mean, Ralph? I'm here for the people. Um. Like some people might go into an epileptic fit with all the fucking lights and things and flashing lights that <laughs> sort are of going around, but. Like how much better did that say look at night doing that than if it did it during the day with that? It just it clearly doesn't have the same pop. So, yeah, um, yeah in my opinion, I absolutely think Perth deserve the granny if we can't get our shit together. Yep. And, they deserve, and they deserve our politicians.
2: <laughs> the other thing, though, that, that um, uh, got me was filling the joint is, is so – such a big tick for the national competition because, honestly, and, and I'm talking about back in the days of the footy show, when we go over there, they would be obviously rapping about Eagles versus Dockers, let's say late 90s, early 90s. But yeah. they didn't they didn't actually care about any other games. Like the Crows had a natural kick of Vic and all that, but yeah. Perth, Perth didn't really have that hatred of Victoria. They just didn't care. So now the, the love to fill that stadium was just such a good thing for the national comp.
3: Yeah, and I think the other thing is WA obviously have a, a pretty big Indigenous community, which yeah, I think was, you know, absolutely fantastic. They all come out and supported it. Um, so as so I believe and I, I have no doubt, they're, they're mad football. They don't have any other sports. Um, you know, they've got the basketball, but, you know, they're obviously a, a mad AFL state. And Like I said, I think they do a fantastic job at hosting the granny just for a once-off, um, but I wouldn't get any ideas thinking it would be shared around every year like, the Super Bowl or something later. Once no, we will get all the vaccines, it'll come back to Melbourne. But I, if they announce tomorrow that um, the granny will be in Perth, I'd have absolutely zero problem with it.
2: What do you think, Sam? would give Perth girl, doesn't fall.
0: I'm in two minds at the moment about Perth. I think there's a real um, – there's a divide between Perth people and Eastern States people, so there's a sense of arrogance that comes out of it. So part of me wants them to have it because it's good for the game, but the other part of me is like – that people over in perth are so anti this side of australia that i feel like i don't want them to have it just out of principle if that makes sense but it was like like you've both points that you've raised great to see the stadium completely filled it was such a spectacle at night time turned into a wonderful game it, I, I i couldn't fault it it was awesome awesome game to watch too like um uh same with you Dane it was one of the only ones that i got right but like uh, being over in perth with the travel and all the coronavirus restrictions that have happened i wasn't sure how the game was going to be played if it was going to be a shit one if you know if either team were actually going to stand up but it was a great game for four quarters so it was it was great in all aspects in entertainment through to football it was it was awesome so that if they're in the running for the grand final this year then i have a strong suspicion that they'll get it unfortunately
3: you
2: mentioned the Indigenous community, Swanee. What? How are you reading? What's happened with uh, Goodzie?
3: Oh man, well, I' a bit like everyone else. I completely understand. And it's his right; he doesn't have to want to go in it. Um, and obviously, he um, doesn't want footy to be a part of his life. And the way he was treated by the fans and the AFL in what the last three or four, however many years it was, um, three years, he's um, obviously unhappy with, and he's got every right to be unhappy with it. So, I. Not that he needs me fully supporting his decision nor does he need anyone, but um, yeah, I completely understand where he's coming from and, you know, it is what it is. Some people don't care about those kind of things. He never really played footy for the recognition or um, for recognition of the AFL, so good on him. Um, he's a man that sticks to his guns and um, isn't going to bow to the pressure of, not if there's pressure, but uh, bowed back to the end of the AFL because they're inviting him into their Hall of Fame. So good on him. Um, you know, obviously one day I'd love to see him go in there because he isn't clearly as deserving as anyone. He'd probably be a legend at some stage mm-hmm. um, considering what he's done. Um, but, you know, whether that's 20 years down the track where maybe his kids are a bit older or so many wants. I don't know, who knows. And um, if times, if time's change for him or he's just resolute in the fact that the AFL can get fucked and he has nothing to do with them, which is which is great. I think, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, sad. it's sad that he's not in it, but I don't think um, Guzzi thinks it's sad. He's just like, well, no, why? You know, I'm sure I'll come back to you guys because um, you want me in the Hall of Fame. They treated him wrong and he hasn't forgotten it. And, um, yeah, that's about it.
2: What, what was your recollection as a player when it was happening?
3: The, the booing stuff. Oh, yeah um
2: Did you uh, have i
3: opinion or you know yeah, I've yeah, an opinion on much but yeah, I think um I think most of the players kind of knew it was well, I had a rough idea that it was probably had racial undertones. You know, yep. what I mean, a lot of people were saying, you know, they'll boo him because he's the sook or you know, I think that that was a narrative, wasn't it? He? He's a he complains and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but I think anyone with half a brain kind of understood it was that had racial undertones. So um, yeah, I felt um, sad for him, um, but as a player you're in an unfortunate spotlight, like you can't stop the game. You can't stop the fans from booing. You can't kick everyone out of booing because you can't kick it at seventy thousand people. You know, so. But yeah, I we understood as players that um, unfortunately it was probably a racial charge, which is just sad because a legend of the game should never be treated like that. Whether you think he is a sook or whether he was as white as me and being being a sook, is that you don't, I don't know, like who's a one of the big sooks? Like, you know, there's been plenty of them, and they don't get booed. They never got booed like like goodsy, So um, so it was sad, um, but. You know, he's moved on um, and he's very happy in life and doesn't have any interest in being a part of the AFL, which is completely fine. It's his decision. I don't think we need to spend days and weeks commenting on it about why he should or shouldn't accept it. It's his decision. Um, No one else needs to know why unless he wants to come out and um, say why the exact reasons are. We should just accept it, move on, and they'll invite him next year and probably every year off after for fucking the rest of his life until he wants until he accepts it or, or not.
2: On, on a more happier tone, even though it involves us getting getting it completely wrong, you must be very sad about Carlton just sort of tapering.
3: Um, oh, I, even when they lose, they still fuck me because I have. Because <laughs> if you listen if you listen to the other podcast, we both had a best bit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um,
2: <laughs> Say, yeah. by the way, we can't call this episode. Even when they lose, they still fuck me. I don't think that'll get through. Oh. <laughs> no,
3: um, it's but the best yeah. title. Well, they're not going well. They're, not, they're only one game above the Pies. I looked I've looked at the ladder for a long time. I looked at it the other a couple of days ago. They're only one game above the Pies, and only Pies are only two games outside the eight.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, now, no, no, can I no ask why this surprises you, Dane?
0: Because it, it also surprises me. But I want to. Two if games outside the... of nine. Can you can you tell me why it surprises you? That they only what two, surprises me. That Carlton are only two games above Carlton. Uh, Carlton are only two games no, above that, Collingwood.
3: That, only one game because because the what the narrative is that how Collingwood have and rightfully so, Collingwood have been horrible this year and they deserve a kicking, but Carlton have, have just mental been on the improve and mental mm. you know, done this, this and this, but they just those cards seem to win the last quarter. I thought they were a chance. Harry Mackay going down really hurt me. When, when that <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. I thought
0: you were um, going to say Harry Mackay going down really hurt them, but you said me. <laughs> no, that's
3: a bad thing. <laughs> I don't care about Carlton and their <laughs> fucking fans. I don't that's care like about that. anyone apart from my Sportsbet account. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, um, who do they, have they got a buy this week? Uh,
2: they, they have. have.
3: Yeah, yeah, they have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I reckon, who do they play the week after? GWS maybe be a, that's a tough game to pick, but but yeah, mate, the Blues, um, well, Sam Walsh's, they I think, I don't think they've got any like their, their young talent doesn't, I don't know where they think their all this young talent is. Like, to me, the out of, like, the, the big clubs, the best young talent is at Essendon. I think that's glaringly obvious. Yeah. Um, with, well, I don't need to name them all because I, I won't remember their names, but, Watching, watching Essendon like their young talent do things in games where you like, ah oh, fuck, okay. Well, if and the, and the thing is, people say Essendon going to be good in three or four years or whatever. But the thing is, like, um, like your projection of how good you're meant to be is not a given. So no, like, no, no. like just because just because they look, you look at them and go, these kids are going to be stars in three or four years. They might never get any better. They might get injured. They might. They might um digress. They you know, a lot of things happen. So the projected ability of where these players are meant to get to, you know, very rarely do they all get there. So things will happen along the way, they might just not get any better, people will go past them, et cetera, et cetera. But if you look at the current projection of what the young players are doing from, say, the big three clubs, four clubs, S stand out far and above everyone's houses, but that is not a given meaning that they will all get to absolute elite players but then um, I think probably well, probably Collingwood's starting to look like they're rivaling Carlton's because clearly the best young player is Sam Walsh if he's if you can call him a, a young player yep. he's probably like the best young player in the league like, he should be the captain of Carlton because it's gone by crips and Doherty and stuff they're shells of them former selves unfortunately um, but you know, Collingwood Poulter showed something on the weekend. Um, Trent Bianco kicks the ball beautifully, does it well. Dacos, we're going to have the next Dacos next year.
2: Can um, you just talk you know, us through that point system, how that works
3: again? Yeah, no, well, I'm playing, hoping Collingwood finish on the bottom because I was speaking to someone a couple of days on, on the cool. weekend and like, if they finish on the bottom, they get the first pick, then they get Dacos as the, as the father's son Right. I think because they don't need to use that first pick because it's already there. So if they finish, they should tank, finish on the bottom, then they get pretty much two, the first two picks from what I've been told. Um, I reckon for the demons, can
2: I just tell you that deliberately trying to finish on the bottom of the ladder, is it a really good strategy going forward? You're
3: yeah, well, well, look at the Ds, mate. Flat. They, they don't have a weakness, do they? No. Nah. But um, they're, very, they're going very, very well. Um, and wouldn't it be unbelievable to see um, Melbourne win a flag for Neil Downer. Mm. Um, oh, absolutely amazing. incredible! <laughs> but um, I guess we'll talk about the the freeze, will we? But we'll yeah, um, just on counting that log yeah, before mm. I finish up on them. There, like they seem to have all the same stocky, small midfielders that don't have any pace, apart from Sam Walsh. I don't know what they've, I don't know who they've drafted that's any good. They've got obviously got Sard Williams in. McCall, so on, that, no,
2: on that note, I want to ask you this specifically, because I heard some really good commentary, and I'm watching it thinking, well, all right, I've never played it, but I've watched it closely enough and professionally. I've played, it, I've,
3: I've played Correct. it at a pretty high level.
2: So, Williams and Sard, you've often said that you know, defensive pressure doesn't win Brownlow's. Uh, but when you're on the half back line and you've got a young kid that's been left high and dry on Liam, Ryan... Don't you think someone there should be taking a bit more accountability than leaving a kid on on the best eagles player that ended up carving him up?
3: Yes, absolutely. I think, especially, um, I think that's I think that's got to do with leadership. Like I know Colin when we were flying at our best, the back six would sort themselves out, and I'm, I'd, I'd imagine that's like most good clubs. The back six go down there, and not obviously, they would not talk during a week you know, ideal matchups, But obviously games move and people get fucking shifted in different positions and people play high and low and people feel different. So like generally you back six, go down there and like right, I'll take him, I'll take him, you stay high, I'll, I'll drop off this defender. But, you know, and they talk about it and while well, they feel comfortable where some, I don't know, so I'm not in Carlton's match committee, obviously. Um, if they want me there, I'm happy to go down and talk to them. But um, surely at some stage when Ryan's and Jesus, Oh, I love, Brian Ryan's one of my favorite places, but geez, I was hating him on the weekend. <laughs> like he's, he's a special talent, but every time I can't get close, he would fucking do something really annoying.
1: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: But, like, surely at some stage, like, and Sardin, listen, they, they might not be, and dockety. They're the, they're the three backs who play down the day I mean, who, old senior figures, weedering obviously can't plan at all. But surely the leadership down there, seeing your bloke has to go righto, move over. I'm going to stop him and I'm going to shut him down. And don't worry about having thirty kicks. Like just we're, we need to win this game. The second half, I think they will a goal down or something. Oh, right, I'm going to I'm going to nail him. I'm going to stop my offensive run. I'm going to actually defend someone, defend someone because, funnily enough. The people who do the, the people with the most leg rope who don't play anyone are the, are the half backs. They don't play an ups- They don't play anyone in no. any position ground. So, um, first of all, I would imagine if if I was an assistant coach, so Roto, your job first and foremost is to stop your man. That wouldn't that be a pretty simple direction from a from a back line from a back coach to pl- talk to their their backmen?
2: Would think so.
3: <laughs> I, would, I would think it'd be a pretty basic, pretty basic fucking first rule of playing in the back line. Is to stop your man beating one on one. That would that would be probably the first rule, and then run off. That that's what I would imagine would happen. But um, they're just too they're too offensive, or they just don't care enough about winning games They just want to. They've been paid big money, and they just want to go and have a, have thirty every week. Now they've got a lot of other deficiencies, but um, yeah, you would think defending would be a primary primary fucking objective of the back six and they don't do it so until they do it um is obviously very good but um, yeah, yeah they're going to have to lock down or move them out of the back line play people who will just fucking lock down and or maybe they're just playing these young kids they know they can't play finals and they're giving them experience so next year and the year after they get better now who knows but you know. there's one yeah. other
2: thing you touch on there about the Carlton's being so-called overrated or their, their young list because of dra- oh, I think it's because of draft picks Can i tell you the difference between punters in racing and and draft picks right and tell me if i'm wrong here so if a horse goes for one million dollars at the yearling sales and then has its first start and gets beaten 10 lengths no one no one is going to put their money on that horse because it's their own money and say well this horse is really fucking slow but i'm going to have 100 bucks on it because it went for a million dollars at the yearling sale but at a footy club there's all these pressures from probably from the recruiting people say oh you better keep playing this kid because i picked him pick three or i picked him pick six so First round yeah. draft picks often get more looked after better than they probably should once their talent is realised. Yeah, on.
3: absolutely. Because, like you said, there's, and fans are like, well, what's he doing? He's our, he was our first round draft pick, he's being useless. And then I guess it's what would happen then. The difference is, is um, the people who buy the horses, like the owners, aren't, um, don't have to answer to the fans or don't have to answer to the punter who's throwing 100 bucks on. They yeah. don't go to an AGM and go, you bought that fucking thing for a million bucks, and I've I've backed it the last ten races because it was a million dollar yearling, and it hasn't won a race. They've got fans they go, well, fucking bad luck. Not my fault. Well, yeah. it is their fault. But like, where the footy club has to answer at an a, at an AGM, or has to answer to the fans, or the recruiter has to answer to the board. Why did you recruit him? He's a dud, you know. So I guess that's probably different. So they probably throw them in to give him games, but. And then they're ranked it's, on. It's pretty so obvious they, if you don't have the, it, you don't have it. Sorry, um, they, and the, the media noise in recruiting. Yeah. Apart from Sam Walsh, which was lucky yeah. they got no one he's, he's a star. And yeah. Harry McKay, there's not too many of the young kids there that you look at and go, "Fuck, he's actually got something." They all look the same. They look small, stocky, no speed. Um, don't take the game on. Just all just plot around. They don't have any game breakers in them, but you know, not many do. And just uh, at the other end of the ground and combining
2: this with the St Kilda game and the Collingwood game. Well, can I, just go, back. Like shit at goal? Can
0: I go back to Sorry, that, Sam? that point? Just, Jane, yep. just a question from someone who's not as obviously football minded. We saw the Carlton <clears throat> assistant coach walk yesterday. He's left the club um, effective immediately. And based on what you were just saying, some of those decisions could possibly have been his decisions um, regarding, you know, changing up who was playing on Liam Ryan, et cetera. But how much of this responsibility at the club? Because Carlton and Collingwood, which you just said, are just outside the eight, and they're close to each other. They're the two teams that seem to be in the spotlight for, oh, is the coach going to have a job next year? We're
3: we're 15th and 16th, so we're a long way from there, but we're only two games from ninth, which I looked at. We're four games from eighth, but
0: yeah. Yeah, so Um, why are they the two teams, firstly, that are being looked at coaching-wise, when there are teams that are performing worse? And number two, how much does this actually fall on the players? Because you know, like you, like, like you said, they've come through as like first round draft picks. So they were obviously good at one stage. What's happened to them? Is it their work ethic? Are they not, you know, what are they missing to become duds in their first year? How much is it? Is it any of their responsibility at all or is it all coaching stuff no, and absolutely. leadership stuff?
3: No, it's, it's absolutely on the players. Um, the development coach, and obviously it's a mixture because the development coaches aren't good enough or they're not develop, developing them in the right way. Is it the footy club? Is there bad culture? Are they not create an environment where players have got the ability to get better, whole host of reasons. But ultimately, it comes down to the player. If you don't put the work and I, I didn't put the work in. when I was playing early on, I just got very lucky, but do they put the work in? And maybe, well, people go past them. How many, obviously you didn't play for, you, but how many kids have you seen in 16, 17, and go, fuck, they're going to be the world's best player? But as a junior, you're like, he's fucking unstoppable. And then they get to 18, don't grow, don't improve, and everyone else goes straight past them. So um, I think that's, um, it's not, well, personally, it's not the player's fault that they get picked in the top, in the first round. Like, yes, It's not his fault. It's um, whether he's worthy of a first round, or he should be a sixth round, or he should be on the rookie list. Like it's not his fault, but he got drafted there, so the pressure's on him. So, um, but ultimately, it settles with the player, no matter what you're thinking coming out. So I didn't get coached well enough, or I didn't get this, I didn't get that. Um, ultimately, if you want it bad enough as a player, you'll find a way to make an impact on game day. <clears throat> so, and if they don't, well, you got no one else to blame but yourself. So, other end of the ground, they're kicking like <laughs> a, I
2: thought they the, the the set shot kicking and all I can oh, look mate. at getting I
3: was nearly so, I was, pump. I was nearly pumped, was nearly pumped about to pump out a tweet. Really, I was like, oh, I don't want to upset anyone else for a couple of days, so I'll just fucking, <laughs> I'll just let, I'll just let the goal kicking fly. Especially
0: outrageous. when I had the overs so in one bad. game
3: and came to have the overs in. Was it? Um, oh, the Bulldogs game that at the end there they kicked. It. <laughs> Right, and they 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 lost it and went under by four points or something.
2: Yeah, oh. it, was, it was cruel.
3: Oh, so it there's was, that. There's, there's
2: there's Jack Higgins. Uh, so two sides: Carlton, possibly St Kilda, definitely uh, lost because of bad kicking. And Collingwood won. Jamie Elliott six goals straight. Mm. So in season one, we actually talked some sensible stuff. And the one that got me was Scotty, obviously being so big on routine, and you saying, yeah. "No, it's pressure." Absolutely. So where's where's the middle where's the middle
3: man? Oh mate, I was going to tweet it out, but I firmly believe it's the new rules and the way the footy is played that has made the goal kicking this bad. Because out of there's such elite athletes, there's no way that all these play. If you looked at if you watched them at training, like Jack Higgins will yep. like, have 50 shots of goal. Oh well, sports science may only allow him to have three shots of goal, but um, well, he'll go and you watch, he'll kick six goals one. But you cannot like I'm convinced now it is the new rules. Like the new rules has made the game fast and, uh, and end-to-end and the physical requirements that you need, the physiological physiological, and the physical requirements and the anaerobic and aerobic speed you need to be able to have and power to be able to play this game is so demanding. It's higher than it's ever been. Once you finally get that ball, to, you're so fucked, you are so tired that you just don't have like the it's a mental concentration or you're so fatigued, you just go back and you just hope to kick the goal. I've got no doubt. So I've got no doubt the new rules are clearly playing a part in why the goal kicking is so bad because they absolutely fuck. They run up and down the ground for seven minutes. They finally get a mark and you're sitting there for 30 seconds holding your breath, like get yeah. your breath, and you've got to go in and kick a goal. Um, so the game is the game has opened up because of these rules, but it is clearly, clearly um, – made a difference in the goal kicking because it's it's horrible and they're just so tired yes. that they get there and pressure and then they get one they get the yip so they just snowballs and then they kind of like you can see Jack Higgins he didn't want to have a shot he was turning around and going back quickly you know, like just running around straight away not taking his 30 seconds and i thinking about it because it was in his head but um, the Saints have got an awful problem and the Freo have got an awful problem with that and the dogs had it on this Sunday too but um, yeah, I, I believe it's the speed of the game that is causing the fatigue of the kicking um,
2: the it's just all about soldier in soldier out but apparently when you put a good soldier in you're a better side
3: well it's because it's the Pies move the ball so slow No wonder they kick the ball well <laughs> they're not tired <laughs> yeah exactly they're not fatigued so but um, <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah um, obviously Jamie coming back um, Pies won't win the flag if um, if Jamie stays injury free
2: mathematically but, um,
3: well they're four games out yeah so um, technically it is Um but but yeah, listen. Um, it would, would have been nice to have him, Jeremy Howe, Tay Adams. You know, even Brody didn't play on the weekend. Um, I should have seen Math Science coming. I just just whizzed straight past my nose in that game, didn't it? But um, but but yeah, listen. They look they look good. Um, they started the game moving the ball a lot better, but then they they go back in old habits. Now whether it's old habits or go back into their game plan. Um, who know I don't know what the game plan is but you can see when they take the game on and they move the ball and they handle off half back and they get a bit of run they look so much better look, and this is not every team looks so much better because the because players are so fit like just what we touched on the gulking they're so fit and they move so well defensively as teams if you move the ball slowly from half back you can't just mark it from the half back now look behind you kick it to the full back and then kick it out the other side very rarely that happen these days because how fit teams are and how well they all move defensively. So by the time you do that, they're all set up defensively and there's nowhere to go bar to kick it down the line or turn it over in your half-back line. Yep. But if you get it. kick, try and kick that 15, 20-meter one you know, on a 45-degree angle handball through or just play on, well then you can catch defenders unaware or up the ground or out of position. Then you can get the ball over their heads and you can get an empty forward line, which is what happened on the weekend. So hopefully this gives the Pies a bit of confidence that they can play a bit faster brand of footy because it is much nicer to watch um, and hopefully they get a few more back and I guess I don't really care if they win a game from now to the end of the year because what does it matter? Um, you'd rather finish down the bottom and get a, a better draft pick but um, as long as they improve the way... It might they- matter
2: to the coach coaching for his career.
3: Yeah, it well, matters to him. It yeah. matters to the players. Like, yeah. all, all the players want to win and, and play good footy. They're, they're all winning. They're all... Playing for a team, but they don't want a fucking new contract. They don't want to play well for themselves and for their families and stuff. So um, hopefully, they get a bit of comments out of that. And mind you, um, they did play the Adelaide Crows. No were no not meant to win the game this year. Yeah. So um, I think the wheels have fallen off the Crows. They've lost, like, they beat Melbourne. They've lost seven of their last eight or something. So I think the wheels have fallen off there. But you know what? When you're second bottom, a win's a win and and they'll take it. Fairly, fairly solid challenge coming up this week, I would imagine. But um, the these? yeah, so, yeah. We'll see how we go.
2: Uh, well, well, what else can we add other than make sure you buy a beanie when you're watching the game if you haven't already bought your beanie?
3: Absolutely. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, it's going to be
3: in Sydney, is in it? Sydney. Yeah. So, yep. it's a shame taking away Mel-
2: an, an arm from me, Swaney. There's a Melbourne sport, you yeah. haven't got much to look forward to. But Queen's birthday every year, not have it at the G.
3: Melbourne, as Ed would say, Melbourne's grand final every year. Boys, come <laughs> come down, the room and go this is fucking Melbourne's grand final every year. They might make get too sure. Two we this give year. It to them. <laughs> these we are Oh yeah, mate. These assholes, mate. We give them this year. They give them this game every year. It's their grand final, boys. <laughs> Got nothing. I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, don't worry. I know all about Melbourne's grand final, but I would imagine, I'd imagine they're a very, very big chance of playing another grand in in their own Tunes, proper yeah. grand final end of yeah. this year. Um, this is Collingwood's grand final this year, but oh, listen. A big. Hopefully, Sydney um, wrap their arms around it like Perth did for the dream time at the G. Um, I don't know. There's the slide staying in Melbourne, isn't it? Um, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Which is a shame because you'd love to see it. You know, you want to go down the slide. Well, I've obviously gone down it. You don't want to go down it where there's no one in the crowd. It, just, it doesn't defeat the purpose, obviously, because it's an unbelievable, incredible um, purpose. But, you know, you want to be with the crowd. You want to be able to go to mm-hmm. a function afterwards and have a few beers and sort of enjoy the day where there's going to be in and out. So it's going to be. A little bit different for the slides and hopefully Sydney get behind it and they do their own version of the slide or they sell the beanies or you know Sydney can get behind it you know because the one thing football we all hate each other's sides when we play each other and we all complain about different things and have different views and everything but you know the one thing at the AFL is great about they come together for a great cause and they usually do it brilliantly the whole of the AFL all of the clubs and if there's a better, bigger cause, better cause in the AFL than this one, I haven't heard of it yet. So um, hopefully they do a great job. And I've seen a tweet last night. The manual tagged him off, like, yeah, how Neil hasn't been Australian of the year yet is it's incredible, and um, it's absurd how he hasn't. I really hope before it's too late and before he goes, whatever that is, he actually gets to be able to see himself um, not be Australian of the year. So I think it'll be. An unbelievable recognition for him, and he doesn't do it for recognition, obviously. But just to recognise him while he's still here and got his, and he's still alive. That um, you know he probably transcends more than just football. Like it's yep. better. Like it's not just about football anymore. It's what he's done as an Australian, and you know the money he's raised and the fight he has. Because we say it every year, but if it happened to me, I would have fucked off and just been with my family, just doing family stuff till you know the day I I finished. But um, you know he. Is out there in the public, um, keeps fighting for this disease and keeps raising money. And you know, if there's more, has been a more inspirational, motivational man in football. Well, I'm yet to know, I'm yet to hear his name. So um, yeah, hopefully both states get behind him again. We buy a beanie, and um, you know, in 20 years, I hope we've all got 20 different beanies because um, yeah. we keep buying them. But it's a great day. Hopefully both, hopefully Collingwood can rise to Melbourne's level and put on a good show for. For the day, and uh, we can get within the 31 and a half.
2: Well, so, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, some messages from our Insta. From Peter, have you had the jab yet? Are you having um,
3: that, haven't you? I have. I'll get to you two first. Um, I'm not eligible, Ralph. How old do you think I am? So, <laughs> but How old are you, 37? Yeah, but yeah. I'll obviously get the jab. Um like it's amazing these people that complain they won't get the jab, but they'll go to Staphy9 and stick so much shit up their nose they don't know what it is. <laughs> All different kinds of pills that you know, it's made in a fucking in a farm out in the back of Preston or something like that. Um,
0: <laughs>
3: Poor Preston. <laughs> yeah, whatever they put their nose, but they won't take a fucking um, a vaccine to help cure rid the world of COVID. Which is odd. but anyway, yes, yeah, so I will get it as soon as i as eligible.
2: What are you? What's what's the? I uh, know oh you're younger, younger too, Sam. But what's what is the situation with pregnant women? Do we
0: know? Um, we're not. We're not allowed. I don't think there's been. Yep. Ordinarily, you can. Like when I went in for my last obstetrician appointment, they said to me, "Have okay. you had your flu shot?" And I said no. And it was in my arm before I could start the next sentence because it's important for the baby to get antibodies through me. So having vaccinations that are already widely used is important whilst pregnant. But this one, right. because there's been no. Um, like no studies on pregnant women, they're not risking it at all. And I think that will be the same when I'm breastfeeding as well, I'm pretty sure. So um, I may not be eligible for some time. It it doesn't bother me in, in the sense I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I would um, get the vaccine for the same reasons that Dane talks about. It's absurd that people are still – I can understand people's hesitancy, but the fact that the more of us yeah. are vaccinated – um, Dane can't. Uh, the more that people get vaccinated, the less it's going to be out in the community. So it's not that I don't want to help that cause. It's just that I don't want to risk my child where I don't have to. So I'm hoping that everyone yeah. else kind of goes out and gets it done. And when I'm eligible and it's safe, you know, through, um, to breastfeed and have the vaccination, then I'll also get it done.
3: Now, this mm-hmm. might be a silly yes. question. This might be a silly question, but if all the a lot of the um injection rooms, not the um not the injection rooms i'm not not gonna go and jab myself with some heroin but um the like the uh, vaccine rooms are empty what can why won't they just open it up to anyone say as uh, a whole what we're all in lockdown if they like one of the clinics is why wouldn't they just put a send out a tweet or something or like on their website or whatever it is on instagram hey listen no one's here any feel free to come down just to anyone and then Like this, we're in lockdown. We've got nothing else to do. Surely that ten thousand people could walk up and just get it done while there's no one else there. I don't understand why they wouldn't just do that. If
2: um, I don't think vaccine clinics have been empty recently, so that's the difference. But but, but, but on your point, Perth yesterday said uh, thirty to thirty to forty nine are okay. Yeah, okay. So as they have the numbers, but yeah, yeah. and
0: the Northern Territory are opening it to to kids well 16 and up now and they want to be 12 and up by the end of the year so they want to have their whole population over 12 vaccinated but is it a record-keeping thing Ralph is that why I don't know the answer I'm I you're the brains of this show I was wondering if you'd have insight on it what what is the (laughs) reason why they're not numbers
2: so they've got x amount of vaccines x amount of stations x amount of doctors so while um while the queues are full they want people at a certain age group and then they keep lowering the age group to make it make it more and more but at the moment the queues have been full uh, at first they probably should have ramped it up but as we said it wasn't until people panicked and said shit because um, like I, I got mine in, it was 15 minutes i happened to be in the doctor's anyway and i said you got any and they said yeah we just got a uh, dose so i can have it yep done so and then the next week covid hit so it went from a 15 minute wait to to for some people a two or three hour wait but mm. no problems whatsoever so there we go Hopefully when's, when's your do second deal. one ralph uh, three months because of Dastra The other one's, I think, six weeks. Uh, right. But, yeah, uh, just leave it to science. They'll, they'll tell you. Um, would you finish the chips and other food off after getting served the deep-fried towel from Jacob? I'll put that one on our Wednesday. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah um, no. No,
3: yeah, absolutely. What? Oh, mate, you know what? I'd dip the fucking towel <laughs> in some gravy and see what that tasted like.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, have a crack uh, well, um, at right. <laughs> it? I'm from WRX, if Dane was offered Buddy Franklin money to leave Collingwood, would he have? Uh,
3: I'd be gone before the ink was dry on the I future. was going to say,
0: that was a big pause. <laughs> well,
3: same so, manager. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Pig never fucking come to me with a big offer, the side. <laughs> never come to me and said, I'm going to hoodwink all of the OSL, but sending you new somewhere. Um, Is that the book yeah. we can't wait for? Yeah, Piggins' book.
2: Yep, yeah, the, the real one.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um I well listen, I can wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem waiting for it. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
2: From nice, what's the worst thing about lockdown? Just lockdown. Like <sighs>
3: um
0: fucking bored. Yeah. Not working. For well, me it's not working. Dane's charity to be not working, surely.
3: Yeah, my 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 charitable uh, my charitable work's gone by the wayside, so um uh, that's probably the biggest one I'm just not having just like, my, my my actual life doesn't change a hell of because we're in lockdown. It's just my having the pub and tattoo shop and that would be open would be nice. But just having the ability to be able to fucking get out of the house for an hour and go sit in the cafe and just get out of your house, having, having the option to do what you want. like feels like we're in prison again, as we would all know. Just being able to have the option to go out and see your friends or fucking have a barbecue or fucking just go around and watch the footy with your mates or see your you your nephew and stuff like that. Just having the option would
2: be nice, 100%. From me, is he cut or uncut? What? What? Well, I assume he means your son. Uh, <laughs> what did you say, cut? This is That's the decision
0: snap. I have to make, Dane, now. Let's talk about this you because I, to, I'm Sam. a mum and I don't know what I'm having. What? what oh, what's like, yours? Am I circumcised? That's something that a lady yeah. would never tell. But I don't know. Like, what, Would you oh. recommend circumcision, Dane?
3: Yes. You um, can't remember mom, it? I'll, yeah, I can't remember. I would imagine Ralph would too. Just
0: <laughs> um, Ralph, would you recommend circumcision? Well, well, well because...
2: Because I'm a four B two to use the vernacular, um, yeah, yeah. And but my, i brought my kids up uh, Jewish, but uh, but my son—that was my—that was my only non-negotiable, to be honest. But the best part was I took him to someone called Doctor Skinner. Can't make
0: that <laughs> up. It's a decision I'm going to have to make, and I'm not—I don't think I should be. I think Stephen should make the decision, to be honest. I took
3: mine to vaginal liner. <laughs> <laughs> oh have heard yeah, him. That is, that yeah, is exactly. You
0: know, yeah, Yeah, uh, from <laughs> Nathan.
2: Swanny, how good are baby development leaps and sleep regressions? Oh
3: God. Uh, if that if that means no, it's not. They're not, they're not good. They're terrible. Um, he was a pain in the ass last night, actually, um, and I couldn't get back. He woke up at yeah. four, in between four and five somewhere, and I really couldn't get back to sleep. Um, so yeah, oh. it's not fun. And <laughs> apparently, teething's not great either.
2: Mm.
0: All the no, that's something else to done. look
3: forward to. Um and Sam, your part your well, partner, I, I'd sorry. actually like to know when when does it actually become fun? Because people go, Well, <laughs> this stage, well then you gotta worry about this, and then then this comes along. Then he's a fucking little because he's too he's starting to do this, then he's doing this, then he's doing that. So when does parenting become fun? I'd like to know, or is it never?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> this is, this I asked my sister dropping. this question the other day because I'm obviously With the HG and I'm in my third trimester, I was like, this is just getting harder when I didn't think it could get harder. When's the good bit? And she goes, there is no good bit. I'm like, why are you telling me this now? I'm seven months in. She goes, no, it's not easier on the other side either. So they've all fucking lied to us, Dane. All lied.
2: So this is not name dropping, but I was producing SEN Breakfast at the time when, when my son was born. And about three months in, he had one of those horrible nights, didn't sleep a wink the whole night, go to work, eyes hanging out in my head. And I'm complaining and Tim Watson said, yeah, wait, wait till they're teenagers and you're up all night waiting for them to get home. I yeah, said, is there going to be any stage where I can enjoy this <laughs> so, There right. you go, from, from baby to teenagers. I there wonder this with
0: Dane too. Like they say your kids are vessels of karma. Dane, you've got a bit in store for you.
2: <laughs> yes. Pardon? <laughs> got, a, got a bit of karma to look forward to. Uh, from Tigers, hey, Swanee, can you give my friend Carly a shout-out tomorrow for her birthday? <gasps> hold on, hold on
3: so i just had to i just had to um it's in the darkness, baby, baby and mum were still sleeping i just i couldn't be fuck going upstairs to get me Apple's TV for the basketball so i just had i just recorded it on um on the give carly uh, a shout out can you on for her birthday hey carly happy birthday um you know what where's where's the invite to me to your birthday party oh. you fucking asshole
0: exactly. um, lockdown
3: bit flat we bit flat about that but um yeah, Carly, thanks for the invite to your birthday, A bit flat. But um enjoy your birthday. Um don't do anything I wouldn't do. Leaves it open. When do I
0: enjoy get my TV shout Jill. out? When do I get my shout out, Dane? For my birthday.
3: When's your when's your birthday? Yes, Today.
0: Yesterday. Monday. Was Monday.
3: Happy birthday for Monday. <laughs> thanks for letting us know. Yeah.
0: Did you, didn't let us know? Did you put something on Insta? I I just my Stephen bought me flowers, amongst other things. They went up. I'm not big on sharing all the, like, you know this. I find it a little bit self-indulgent. when
3: Didn't let us know you were pregnant. Didn't let us know it was your birthday. (laughs) Nothing.
0: I did let you know I was pregnant. Plus, I rocked up with a huge stomach. How can you miss that?
3: thought you'd eaten a big breakfast.
2: Yeah. From JT's Will. Dane never thought of being a commentator. Much better to listen to than most on
3: TV now. Um, Oh, I'd I'd be happy to. But you'd be be getting a very different um, commentary because – um, I'd call them out on their bullshit. So some of them make up some stuff and you're like, mate, he did not mean that. Or I'd like to I'd like to do it. It'd be like Gogglebox. I'd send a message to you guys. I'd love to be able to do like a live stream where people can watch, the, have the footage on the tally and then be able to like watch us and maybe get another player in, like comment, not commentate the footy, but just special comments or whatever you want to call it. Just watch the, like Gogglebox, watch us watch the footy while the footy's on, you know what I mean? And just be able to, yeah. we could talk about it freely, like just like we talk on here. I think I think that's got legs. Um I don't know how to do it, nor am I smart enough to be able to figure that out. But if someone knows knows how to, I think we could trial it one day, but I guess we'd all have to be together on the weekend and fucking chance of us being allowed to be together on the weekend in Melbourne is fucking very, very slim.
2: <laughs> it might be a right thing, but, but aside from that, what you have opened the door of? And I'm adamant.
3: I, I don't know how it's right right right. thing if, you, if we're not actually showing the TV. You're just showing us like this, you know what I mean? I might ask your manager's manager. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. But but more to the point, seriously, if you listen to Triple M, S-E-N, 3AW, ABC, there's a struck match between them. They all do exactly the same call. I know they've all got different abilities and whatever, but they're all very good callers, very good special comments. They're all doing exactly the same way. There's a, there's a big gap for someone to actually do it a bit differently.
3: Huge gap. And I'm mm. very, very shocked that no one's asked me. Very, very, very shocked. Um,
2: Little one to finish with, speaking of Triple M, from Nico, is Swanee going to give Nathan Brown the old left-right Good night. Are you going to be boxing Nathan Brown? Damn.
3: Mate, the Triple M guy? Yeah. I, I've got no idea, am I?
2: When? Well, they've been talking up about a charity boxing match, <laughs> charity boxing match, sorry, I had something in my throat there, charity boxing match, Um, and well, –
3: well, what charity? You know what
2: charity would be going to? Yeah, I was gonna, is the Dave Foundation being spoken to about
3: this? Uh, no, no. Really? Right. But, well, I, I, I
2: would, would you? No, I would,
3: would you be open to it? Uh, I
0: heard. Uh, it I heard Wayne it, Kerry waiting on this. The duck waiting on this, and he said that no amount of money would make him get in the ring for this charity boxing match because he goes win or lose you're a loser because if you win someone like him wins it's like oh uh, why do you need to get in there like you just you know being a bit of a peacock strutting yourself around if you lose your kind of legacy and your legendary status gets a bit of a tarnish on it he goes, yeah. why would you do that to yourself so he reckons he's well, he said on the radio no amount of money would there be an amount of money for you Dane
3: Good question, uh, Sam. Oh, uh, Sam, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd, this I'd, is i I've
2: never heard you say no amount of money. <laughs>
3: I'd fight a pregnant. I'd fight a pregnant Sam Richards in there <laughs> for the right amount of money. Um, <laughs> but um, well, I'll look at what what I, Susie O'Brien, taking yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. that's going to go wild. So, well, yeah, obviously, and like I watched um. The Jake Paul fight, Logan Paul and Floyd oh, Mayweather, I was sucked in that, and Chad Ocho Cinco fought on that. Listen, I'm, I just, and the, the honest answer is no, I haven't signed anything. I don't. I've obviously heard about it, but like no one's actually put anything in front of me to say what i do it. I don't. I have no idea when the date would be. Obviously, I might not be here if we can go overseas. I don't know when it is, um, and I'm not super keen on doing a fucking seven week, six week fucking. You know. Enough. Fitness camp to get into shape, so it I have, have to be like two two minute rounds or something. You know what I mean? But, and then, yeah, but obviously but. There's, a but, like, there's a price for everyone. So the short answer is yes. Like there is a price that I would do it for, but like I'm not doing it for nothing. Put it that way. Um, and I'm, listen, on the ducking, I'm not scared. To, I'm not scared to fail, like I did with like the Port Adelaide tweet you know, ages ago. Like, give some like I don't, what happens if I lose? What do you think? My life's gonna change. Like well, Anthony Brown isn't knocking me out, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Well
2: what odds do so you, so. you yourself? What, what, what's the uh, odds Swan versus
3: Brown in the ring? Well I've had listen, I've had four fights for four knockouts. So so I'm due to get a win. Um, <laughs> but, what is the betting
2: uh, market, Swan and Brown?
3: But oh, I, I don't know if he can fight or not. I can't. So oh, but the thing is, I don't. I wouldn't have to be good. I just have to be better than him. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's a very um,
3: good point. Oh, mate. See, I I couldn't commit to like a fucking, I don't know how, I don't know what his level of um, discipline that is, but I have zero level of discipline. <laughs> so, and I don't know when it is. Like, I don't want to ruin my summer by having to train for fun and not being able to eat and not like, whether you have to do whether you have to do a weight cut or whether we have to do the same weight, I'm not doing that. So like, there has to be a lot of factors going into it, and it has to be a very very short fight. But what would be the overriding factor to go into it? Uh, what do you think? Helping <laughs> helping uh, helping helping a charity, obviously. A shitload for the Daines One Foundation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, I'm, I'm not I'm on that. I'm not afraid to fail. Like, I don't care what what if I win if he beats me. Well, what? i will be scared to get a lot of fuckwits on social media calling me weakest piss and loser. Oh, good on me. Like, that, like I'll, I'll be walking away, raise a lot of money for charity. So, are like, you
2: worried about damaging
3: your brand? <laughs> I could not give – I don't think my brand could be any more damaged, to be honest. So, <laughs> um, but so, but the short answer is no. And the short answer, I have not done anything. Like I, I've only heard – people have asked me that. Someone asked me – um. Someone texted me on the weekend, and no, I, I haven't signed anything. Nor has anyone come to me said this is when it's all happening. So, at the moment, it's all just hearsay. But, um, but like you said, I'm I'm willing to do anything for the right amount of money. of part one.
0: Hold up.